Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Everyday Goddess. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> this week we are going to talk about one of our favourite healing modalities ever, which is inner child healing. It has literally transformed both of our lives. Like, my mental health is in a place it has never been ever in my mm. life. My ability to just handle anything life throws at me is amazing. The way I interact with other people has completely changed. The way I see other people has completely changed. Um, yeah, it's just the most amazing thing yeah. I've ever come across and I just feel so grateful and so so blessed that we stumbled across, well, we've both used um, the most amazing healing coach called Karina Tala. Yeah, shout out. Go, yeah. and, go and have a look at her Instagram because yes. she's honestly absolutely amazing at what she does. And yeah, I mean, I used to struggle with anxiety, depression, um, an eating disorder, like you name it, I probably probably struggled with yeah. it. So um, yeah, I feel like you should definitely go and check her out because she'll transform your life too, I'm sure. Yeah, I literally <laughs> just finished her How to Heal program. It's a 12 week program. You heal in a community. So it's with other women and wow, like, the amount of stuff she's condensed into that program is absolutely insane, completely transformative, and I just feel absolutely amazing at the moment. I'm like, I'm actually having what you would, if someone listed it off to you, is actually a really hard time at the moment. Like, um, yeah, just got a lot going on in my life, and I just, I've, I've, I'm ha like so happy. I'm experiencing joy every day. Like all the stressful things I have to deal with, I'm just like compartmentalizing those and dealing with them and then like being able to leave them. And I'm also coming from a space of really struggling with, um, you know, repeated depression, bouts of depression, you know, at least once a year, sometimes so bad that I've been signed off work and, you know, just not had great times like not happy vibes not happy yeah like suicidal ideations come from there come from severe anxiety come from like really severe anxious attachment codependency yeah. like just so many things well it's like it's gone from a place where like for me personally you're like I literally what's the point you know like I don't feel joy like I don't really feel anything to now being like life is amazing like yeah. and the tiniest things can happen but you you have joy and you experience joy from the smallest of things in life now yeah like oh it's god, not yes. even like I'm like oh my god like I have all of this money and I go on expensive holidays all the time mm. it's like oh my goodness you know there's so nature is so beautiful oh, honestly, this cup of coffee is so delicious yeah. like, there's so many things honestly today actually I was walking down the road it's super windy today you might even be able to hear the rain and I was walking to go and pick my son up from school and so the wind was blowing the leaves off the trees and they were like dancing in the wind and I was like that is so beautiful mm. like the, and it just yeah it just wakes you up to like yeah. like experiencing the beautiful parts of life that we kind of ignore because our trauma gets in the way. Yeah, um, and, and just having a level of awareness that you never ever had before, like for yourself and how you are and also other people. Yeah, the depth of understanding for yourself is 
like absolutely insane and mm-hmm. yeah and other people you're right do you know what this has just made me think of by the way what? do you remember like a couple of years ago you did that like online personality test for work and in it was like zest for life and yours was like the oh, lowest zest for actually, life ever that actually wasn't for work that oh, was, was for like therapy oh, was it? and yeah it was a personality thing and like it came up with what your strengths are and then your weaknesses and my strengths were things like kindness and mm. stuff, which I do, I agree with that. But at the time, it was like, I think it was like out of 40 things, yeah. zest and zest for life was one of the bottom yeah. ones. And I was like, I'm not bloody surprised, to be honest with you, at yeah. the time. Yeah. Oh my God, I had no zest for life. I was like, what am I doing here? <laughs> what is the point? Yeah. <laughs> Why is every day such a struggle? Yeah, literally. Um. So I feel like we've babbled on, but we should probably start by talking about what are kind of the telltale signs that you might be experiencing like a wounded inner child yeah or like signs or symptoms that might um mean that you could really benefit from doing inner child healing Mm -hmm. so we've actually kind of discussed some of them really because talking about our own experiences yeah um and then some of the other ones are things like um like low self-esteem self-criticism I mean, obviously we've spoken about, like, mental health issues, maybe, like, issues in your relationships. Yeah, like, having, really struggling to, like, maintain healthy relationships in your life, having, you know, self-sabotaging behaviours. If you feel like things always end up going wrong for you, um, those, like, self-sabotaging behaviours are are a symptom of of having a wounded inner child. Um, Yeah, mental, physical, emotional issues with that. Um, I liked this this symptom having big feelings about small things so like catastrophizing all the time or just like not not being able to cope with not being able to cope with life like I guess that's it's almost that is almost um feeling triggered all the time Mm -hmm. I would say that is because I mean I did a post about it the other day just like triggers are you're in you can be in a totally normal situation but because of something you've been through as a child or, you know, in your adolescence or whatever, that is, that's where it comes from. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. We'll get into a bit more detail while we explain it a bit better um, in a moment. But I think one of the other ones is also, like, if you have unhealthy coping mechanisms, which, I, I mean, I think the majority of the general population <laughs> do. But, like, if you're really stressed, if you're turning to a glass of wine... To gl- a bottle of wine going to out, deal with it, yeah, yeah, going out and getting absolutely obliterated, yeah, or, you know, taking drugs, yeah, exercise, overeating. Like I definitely, definitely used to use that as um, a coping mechanism for literally any emotion, probably. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I feel like those are the main symptoms, really, of a wounded inner child. Yeah. Or, that you would benefit from inner child healing. Yeah, but I have to say, like, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, that's me, like, I, I, I'm i stuck here forever, like, you are not. Mm-mm. Inner child healing, you Nuh-uh. take back all, yeah, you're going <laughs> to take back, like, all of your power. Yeah. Um, And it's just incredible. Like, things that you don't even think you could experience because you are so in this, like, world where your inner child is, mm. has the reins um yeah it's just incredible yeah I feel like if you're really struggling with your mental health and you feel really like down or you're really struggling with anxiety like just 
I feel like inner child healing is the light. <laughs> Do yeah, you know what it's I mean? It's the light it's, at the end of the tunnel. It's like the aha moment or mm. it's just the thing. Life makes The quick sense. fix. It yeah. will It will literally transform your life. Yeah. Better than any antidepressant or anti-anxiety medication. Yeah. It's actually going to the root of the problems. It's not just trying to mask. Yeah. Well, this is the problem, I think, with kind of a lot of modern medicine is you go to a doctor and a doctor gives you a, t- a tablet and no one goes to the root cause. So you're constantly treating a symptom rather than the cause of the symptom. And so you're never going to get rid of it, you know? Like, you can keep putting on a a plaster on a wound that's like gushing everywhere but you you know there's never going to actually fix the issue of the wound like you need to go and actually stitch it up or help it to heal or whatever rather than just like you know putting something over the top of it or masking it effectively with some or just ignoring it yeah or just ignoring it yeah um okay cool so what actually is the inner child yes okay so this bit I feel like we need to keep as simple as possible so basically your inner child is like the part of yourself that was hurt in some way as a child so whether you experienced like mental emotional physical abuse any sort of trauma that you experienced as a child yeah like it doesn't even have to be big things like abuse it can Mm. be smaller things like small t trauma like bullying or heartbreak or things like that it doesn't have to be huge but it's basically there's a little version of you Mm -hmm. inside of you that you know is carrying all of the experiences that you went through yeah when you're that small you can't process the trauma properly And because of that, it just gets shoved in a box in your subconscious. And you think you've forgotten about it because it's shoved in a box in your subconscious. However, you know, whenever you are triggered or just trying to navigate life full stop, you know, 95% of your daily um, thoughts and interactions come from your subconscious, come from your subconscious mind. um, And it's coming from that box of locked up trauma that you're not looking at that's unprocessed from when you were a child Mm. yeah (laughs) okay so then what is happening in life is as soon as we are triggered by something our inner child will take over we no longer present as the adult version of ourselves that little box in our subconscious is unlocked and we become a younger version of ourselves. Now, what I mean by this is, for instance, if you are someone who unfortunately had a parent walk out on your family when you were younger, if you're in an argument with a partner and that partner, the argument is not going well, you aren't communicating very well and that partner says, which is a very healthy reaction to have, this is too much for me right now, I think we should take a break and walk away. This would trigger your inner child and your inner child will start thinking about all of the things that happened when you were younger and how you were abandoned and therefore they will think the same thing is going to happen again, that you are being abandoned again and you aren't seeing the situation as your adult self with rational thoughts who understands that this person loves you and that they want the best for you and that actually this is the healthy option to walk away. Instead you become four year old you, five year old you who had someone walk away and you therefore behave almost as if you are that child again. So you might throw, you know, like an adult tantrum, screaming, shouting, like how fucking dare you walk away 
because you have like regressed back to that child version of yourself yeah you're not seeing them like you're not seeing that person for the person that is doing it to you now you're seeing it as you know if it was maybe your dad walked out when you were young you are like seeing that person as your dad they're not Mm -hmm. the actual person in that present moment so what is the best thing about inner child healing is that instead of just letting ourselves be triggered the first thing that happens when you learn about it is you have the awareness of the fact that you are being triggered and you just start to question um you have that like little version of you in your mind and you go to the little version of you and you say like what is it that we need in this moment or like what is wrong like why do we feel so upset about something like why are we so emotional so angry so Mm. upset so anxious so depressed like what is it that we need yeah um and obviously i feel like we should probably say as well that if you're looking to do this work um it's good to do it with a professional um because it can be like I think the first time you meet your inner child... Um, a lot of people break down and cry. Yeah. <laughs> Yours was in rags, wasn't it? Yeah, when I um, first met my inner child, it was. It was like a little orphan, bless her. Yeah. Now she's, she's all right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so you obviously, like... There's lots of inner child meditations where you can, like, meet your inner child so that you have that in your brain now, like, that lovely image that you can keep, like, tapping into or talking to... Um, more in your like conscious mind so basically what happens when you start to bring all of these subconscious thoughts into your conscious mind you start to actually rewire your brain so all of these neural pathways the one that's like if someone walks out I'm abandoned boom I'm gonna get angry and scream and shout or you know um, I must people please because nobody loves me and that's one of the things that's like hardwired into our brains Um, once you start in in a child work, that's now in your conscious and you start to create new neural pathways that are like healthier, happier, more aligned with like the adult version of you that keep you just, just so much happier in general in life because you feel like you can handle things and you get to the bottom of stuff and like create a new healthier neural pathway and life just becomes so much better. Mm-hmm, definitely. What I was going to say is, like, if you're just starting out with, like, inner child healing and stuff, the best thing you can do is probably just acknowledge your inner child, like, just acknowledge their presence. Mm-hmm. You don't have to obviously go straight into all the deep stuff, just mm-hmm. acknowledging that you do have, like, a little version of you inside of you um, that needs, like, love and taking care of and parenting. Um, so that is where I would say probably a good place to start especially if you maybe can't afford to go to a professional Mm. or something right now um find a little picture of you yes and put it somewhere in your house so you just see it every day like I am showing up for this version of you Mm -hmm. and like if you start speaking down to yourself think like am I going to speak that way to five-year-old me like no I'm not like I'm going to speak to her with love and compassion and kindness Mm -hmm. and and just build her up to be amazing yeah totally i mean kendall jenner has a picture of her when she was younger in her Mm -hmm. bathroom so if kendall jenner's doing it you can do it too yeah (laughs) (laughs) um another good way of like using slash getting started with inner child healing is journaling like 
mm. writing letters and asking your inner child questions like rather than because I think at first you have to kind of try and connect to that version of you and to start with it can feel quite alien and you don't really know what to do so writing letters and just asking questions directed at like you know little Lily little Alice or mm. to my inner child and asking questions what do we like, need? exactly yeah. and and you will be so surprised because yeah. things will come up straight away yeah and okay maybe not for everyone they might not come up straight away but if you sit with it they will definitely come up your inner child will speak to you you know if if you haven't had a great relationship in the past like if you have struggled a lot then it might be harder um for her to speak up is what I would say that and then it maybe it might take longer but yeah I just think journaling and just acknowledging your inner child a really good place to start yeah there's lots of you can get like inner child journal prompts online um and yeah there's definitely like podcasts out there talking about inner child healing and lots of like incredible people who are dedicated just to inner child healing because it's just so amazing like the holistic psychologist she talks a lot about inner child healing because she was a psychiatrist and just kind of realized that um nothing she was doing was working like long term she was just seeing the same patients again and again and she realized that when she tapped into kind of inner child healing she was actually providing people with tools because that's what it is really it just provides you with the tools to deal with life in a more like healthy and adult way well it's it's it so it you can apply it to every situation i feel like with a therapist a lot of the time you are going to them saying this is my problem and they Mm. give you the solution whereas with inner child healing i feel like it's like there's this little child inside of you that you need to listen to Mm. and fulfill their needs and so in in any situation (laughs) yeah it's it applies you Mm. don't have to be like right how can I change my perspective on this or you know get out of this headspace because you already know you have the answer and it applies to every scenario yeah so you don't need a new unique perspective each time and every single time you consider your inner child and do them like reparenting around the situation it gets easier you become happier and you start to heal all of these symptoms like for instance having low self-esteem or anxious attachment like I'm currently dating dating's got to be like one of the most triggering things that you can do like it's just constantly triggering on um I think it was on Megan Rose Lane's stories the other day she was like I think the reason I like being single so much is because like being in a relationship is so triggering. Mm-hmm. And I, I heard that and I was like, that is so true. Like dating yeah. and being in a relationship, that is where all of your shit comes out. Yeah. And it's like, you know, mirrored to you. It is show, it, yeah, you can't ignore it when you're in a relationship mm-hmm. or when you're dating someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like for me, literally in the last week, like I know I have worked on things around like my anxious attachment that I just could not do when I was sing- like completely single and not dating. Um, and oh, just yeah, when yeah. you first started dating, you were like, what, this is awful. Yeah. Like I also feel like you can feel really healed. Yeah. By yourself. Not. And then yeah. you go into a relationship or you start dating someone and you're mm. like, oh my God, there is still so much inside of me yeah. <laughs> that 
needs healing. Yeah, I, I can't even tell you. I honestly was like, I'm such a badass now. Like yes. my self esteem is amazing. Yeah, like no my self worth is incredible. <laughs> and now I'm like, oh no, like someone's not texted me back for three hours. Like when they would normally message me, like that means that they don't like me. That means that they're dating someone else and they're not interested and blah blah blah. And like. Yeah, I, I've had to really work through those triggers. Oh, I mean, this week, literally this week, where I'm just like, you are amazing. You deserve like a great relationship. Like people have lives and do things and you don't need to make it about yourself. Um, yeah. When I was healing through anxious attachment, that was mm. one of the main things that is when you have those triggers of being like, this person hasn't replied. Like they clearly don't love me. Mm. Rah, 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 is like, trying to come up with those reasons yourself so you know maybe they had to work late or they've gone into a meeting or there's so many different reasons if you think about it you might not reply to someone for hours and you wouldn't you don't think anything of it mm. do you because you're just going about your day maybe picking the kids up or eating your dinner or whatever and yeah. you don't even think well, you about just don't it. feel great in that moment to reply to the message it's exactly. got nothing to do so with you're the just person. waiting for your energy levels or like to feel like you actually yeah. have have that to give and so i think one of the key things for me was actually trying to build that evidence myself like saying there's many other things that they could be doing yeah calming the little child that, down that's panicking yeah. that feels unloved and just being like you are so loved and you are so worthy mm -hmm. and like I've got this like you don't need to be panicking like we've got yeah. this like I will keep us safe and what we need to be thinking about is whether we actually like this person mm. um it's just taking that power back and like actually being being an adult like for instance even at work like say someone at work is rude to you or oversteps a boundary like instead of straight away going into that kind of like inner child like how fucking dare they speak to me like this being able to like calm yourself down and be like I'm an adult who can handle this and I'm yeah. going to handle this by doing this like this step or sending this email or putting this boundary in um it's just that it's literally just taking back power and mm. not giving it away anymore yeah definitely and just being there you're you become the parent so like you're the person who's who will take care of that child now mm. and you know you and your inner child can be besties yeah you just have to build that relationship yeah and then you'll be little buddies yeah definitely um yeah and you just you, it makes you feel stronger like oh okay i actually need to show up for myself now yes like oh. if you see the little baby version of yourself you're like oh no the innocence of it all you're like I can't be mean to them or I can't let this person be rude to them or yes and I also think oh my god I can't remember what my brain was gonna say <laughs> oh I know what I was gonna say um it's so weird when you start doing that isn't it? and then your brain goes completely blank and you're like oh dear um what I was gonna say is you can meet all of your needs and yes any other things that people give you is just an added bonus yes and I think viewing things like that is life like that really helps because suddenly you're not reliant on other people for validation or whatever yeah. you give that all to yourself and if someone else shows you love it's just an added extra mm. you already give that all to yourself yes and the next thing i was going to say in terms of how to like get in touch with your inner child yeah would be meditation uh a hundred percent 
Like Karina Tala does the most amazing. <laughs> this is just like a Karina Tala yeah. like fangirl. <laughs> Honestly, she's Former, just completely yeah. changed our lives. But no, <laughs> her, like her meditations are amazing. There are ones you can get on apps and everything. But yeah, Insight Time is a really good free meditation app. Yeah, it's got loads of different things. Yeah, it's on got there. loads of inner child ones on it actually of like varying lengths. But you basically kind of get into a meditative state, which helps you to obviously like access your subconscious mind. Um, and meet your inner child and to ask questions like, what do we need today? Like, or, you know, why were we really triggered by that situation? Mm. Like, you know, I, I've said on the podcast before, um, about me worrying, be, feeling really anxious about moving and not being able to kind of fully put my finger on what, what it was that I was feeling anxious about. And I did an inner child meditation and I met my inner child and I was like, why? Why are we so anxious? And one of the things that you can do in inner child healing is you ask your inner child when it was that you first felt that emotion that you're feeling or the first time you were ever triggered by something similar. Um, and my inner child said that we were worried about moving because when I, we were sev- when I was seven, you were like three. <laughs> When I was seven, uh, we moved from, uh, like, moved quite a distance. And, like, my whole life had been, like, very safe. And I felt like it fell apart. And so now my inner child gets anxious about moving because she thinks everything's going to fall apart. And I actually got rid of the anxiety from that week by literally turning around every time I felt anxious and being like, no, no, this move's going to be a positive, amazing thing. And therefore the anxiety's gone because you've got to the root of the anxiety. Mm. rather than being like I'm really anxious obviously I'm anxious because I'm moving house and it's really stressful and like kind of giving that power away and being like I'm the victim of this terrible difficult house move I was like no what how can I take back my power I can talk to my inner child what is it that's making her feel so anxious and worried got to the bottom of it wasn't anxious anymore bossed Mm. the move absolutely bossed it (laughs) (laughs) love that <laughs> um what was the other thing i was gonna say oh like connecting ways of connecting with your inner child as well it's not necessarily well i guess it is still inner child healing but doing things that you love doing as a child maybe mm. you loved like going swimming or like climbing trees or for me this is a super random one but i'm gonna tell everyone anyway mm. but basically when i was younger i used to love apple juice and these days, because of my eating disorder, I, like, completely stopped drinking juice. Yeah. But recently, I've been drinking apple juice. And it's honestly become, like, my favourite drink. It's actually... I'm a bit obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. And it's just so... It, it actually brings me joy to drink apple juice. You get back the childlike joy that you used to experience. Isn't it so weird? Yeah. Though, like, a, a, a cup of apple juice, like, that's it. And yeah. I'm excited. Like, I love that. I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah, this is what I want to <laughs> It does, like, inner child healing brings back, like, an untapped well of, like, creativity and, like, joy and that, like, zest for life that a child has, we can still access it. Oh, god, yeah. We just don't think we can. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, painting, swinging on a swing, like... Yeah, maybe, like, playing board games or, like, games that you used to play as a kid. Yeah, anything that you loved as a child, like, go and do it. Your inner child will yes. be so happy. Yeah, like, who cares if people are going to look at you and think, well, they're a bit old to be doing that. Just go and fucking do it anyway because you're never going to see those people again. Yeah. If they're judging you, it's because you're triggering them because yes. they don't feel that joy 
and they wish they had the confidence to go and do what they wanted to do yeah I guess that probably leads on quite nicely to like how it actually changes the way you interact with the world Mm -hmm. and once you kind of get to understand how you are triggered and how you become your inner child you then start to notice it in other people and you just don't take things as personally anymore like if someone's being rude to you you're like oh it's you've been triggered back to a young version of you that was unloved as well like you see everyone as a child and so you just have that obviously you put boundaries in you remove yourself from unhealthy situations i'm not saying it makes you stay in things that are not good for you um because that would not that would be terrible reparenting anyway Mm. um but you just don't take you don't take things personally anymore because you just know it's not about you well i think you also you look at it from two different ways you're you have um, the curiosity of being like, hmm, I wonder what happened to you that made you react like this as an adult. Like, what made you feel this way? What made that something has happened mm-hmm. for that person to have a trigger? It doesn't have to be something huge, yeah. but something in their life has caused them to now be like that. Yeah, or so even, I think, like, you just need love. Like, that's what you need right now. Like, you well, just need yeah, love it's, from somewhere. It's, you have curiosity of look of trying to understand where someone maybe got something from rather mm-hmm. than just being like they are being a complete dick right now what the hell <laughs> yeah um and also compassion for people you yeah. just have a level of i wouldn't say it, it's like you just you feel for them don't you because you're like i'm so sorry that you obviously have experienced something that's really really hurt you yeah well, i just think you meet the whole of life with curiosity with yourself with other people, you stop shaming yourself for reactions and behaviours, you just question them, wonder why they're happening, is there a route? And then you work on fixing it so it doesn't happen again, rather than being like really ashamed of like getting too angry or whatever and stuffing it in a box. Um, But then yeah, you also meet other people with curiosity, like rather than being like, what's a a dickhead or like, why don't they like me or like whatever it is Mm. um, in that moment of of however someone's behaved towards you, you're just like, I wonder why you're doing that. Like, what is it that you've experienced that's made you do that? Yeah. And if someone does reject you, you're less likely to take it personally because you can reparent yourself and say, like, you are enough and you are so lovable and you can just say those words and give yourself the validation that you were seeking from someone else. Well, I do think, I think inner child healing really helps you to tap into, like, Mm. self-love. Oh, God, without a doubt. You'll love it. That is, you you are loving a small version of yourself. You are literally loving yourself like a mother yeah yeah mm. you take on that parental role which is like the highest form of love like unconditional you unconditionally love yourself yeah. all of the bad parts of yourself quote unquote bad you absolutely love you love every single part of you and when you love every single part of you like if someone doesn't like you you're just Who like cares? yeah you're just like well you don't see you don't see me mm. yeah be but, your authentic self yeah i know that's off topic but <laughs> I've just, that is what came to my brain. Just why be a diluted version of yourself to please other people? Or, yeah, why try and be something else when you can be completely yourself? 
And how, how much more fulfilling to be loved for exactly who you are and not for some facade you put up to try and be loved. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing as well. Like when you get into inner child healing, you start living your life for the child version of yourself. And instead of being like, I can't do that, that'll never happen for me. You're just like, do it, go on. Like go and start the podcast, write yeah. the book. Like yeah, what do you have to heal? Go for the promotion decide that you're going to just paint for the that's what you're going to make your career like you just start to live life to the fullest and and take those leaps of faith and just just to see what happens just for your inner child because she's excited by yeah it and you would never tell she's always yeah. had. you would never tell a child no you can't you would never tell a child like oh no not sure you could do that or oh that market's really saturated or whatever yeah like, you'd, you'd be like try gonna, yeah you are you and you're unique and yes. you've got something special mm-hmm. nobody can do anything exactly how you will do it everyone yeah. has different experiences um so everyone's going to come at it from a completely different angle yeah like i'm training to be a coach and there are so many coaches out there already but none of them are going to coach how i'm going to coach and have had the experiences that i've had yeah all of the same knowledge that I have, like every single coach out there is totally different. Everyone's unique and everyone has their own niche and own speciality. Yeah. So everyone go and just do whatever you want to do. Even if there is a voice in your head saying to you, oh no, I couldn't possibly do that or whatever. Yeah. Well, also in terms of kind of inner child healing, they say a lot of that negative voice is actually things that your parents have said to you that have stuck in your mind. So if you ever have any like negative thoughts about something or someone being like, you know, you're worthless, that narrative and chatter in your head is the voice of of either your mum or dad. Well, it doesn't even have to be your mum or your dad. It could be someone else who was key in your childhood. Which also then... It could be a teacher. It could be anything. Which also then helps you to create distance between your thoughts and it makes you think, well, I don't actually have to listen. I don't have to listen to the thought that tells me I'm fat. I don't have to listen to the thought that tells me I'm unworthy or unlovable or like incapable of doing what I want or that everyone hates me. I actually don't have to listen because it isn't me. No. The voice in my head isn't me. The voice in my head is an accumulation of lots of different experiences that I've had in my life. And I am simply like the observer. If you've yes. ever read The Untethered Soul, I was just about yeah, to do that, such yeah. a great book in terms of like learn, like teaching yourself not to listen to your um, thoughts. But basically, we just observe our thoughts. They and you yeah. can just let them. You can let them pass by. You don't have to believe everything your brain tells you. Yeah. When you realise that, oh my god. Yeah, because your brain is also always trying to keep you safe. Like if you think biologically from where we've come from we genuinely did have to run away from like beasts and stuff yeah <laughs> maybe beasts in the wrong word Dinosaurs. we we used to have to run away from things like that whereas now we don't have to but our brain is still so fixated on keeping us safe from any situation that anything outside our comfort zone the easiest thing you know our brain is going to tell us like oh no do you really think you should do that do you really think you do you think no i don't think you've got it in you Mm. like your brain is obviously going to say those things to keep you safe but you can choose not to listen and be like i'm gonna do it anyway well it's not even safety is it your brain like likes what it knows so that quote unquote safety could be a really toxic situation but your brain's like well we'll stay in this toxic cave it's like relationships well we're safe 
you can stay in a relationship for so long because Mm. you feel like that is your safety in a way because it's what you know you are in a relationship yeah and like, who knows you could get into a relationship that's worse that's basically what your brain mm, is doing like you could end up with something worse or you could end up single for the rest of your life and yeah be a cat lady nothing wrong with that mate oh that is probably some people's goal in life and yeah. good for you probably like you a sass do. childless aunt I also can imagine like is the excellent. happiest person on earth i'm sure <laughs> um okie dokie well do you have anything else that no. you want to touch on i feel like this has been a good episode. I feel like we've covered lots of different, yeah, like actual tools that people can use, and also just random little nuggets of information. I absolutely love it. Honestly, it will change your life. It's answered so many questions that I used to have about life and about myself. It's given me back my power. Um, just yeah, go and have a little research into inner child healing if you've never heard of it. It's genuinely life changing. Um, Yeah, hopefully this helps someone. (laughs) Oh my God, I'm sure it's going to help loads of people. (laughs) Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Everyday Goddess. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review or if you have any questions you'd like answering, message us on Instagram or TikTok at Everyday Goddess Podcast. We can't wait to see you all next week. Bye for now, goddesses.